all life as you know it, stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Brenna Betts. Coming to you from the heart of your historically hipster mission. Gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. I'm, I'm from the South. <laughs> I'm a Southern Belle. Confidence of a hero or fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. Christmas album. What, what an excellent professional segue that was. Well, I'm very curious about math rock. No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice. We will impress you later. Yeah, it's a very good question. And I like that because that'll be getting a little in the end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. We have answers. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. Exactly like a science thing. You are in the right place at the right time. You are here. You are with us. We are. We are. We are rocking together. We are talking together. The one, the only. Protonic reversal. And we thank you for it. Welcome, welcome once again to the greatest show that you are currently listening to right now. Uh, hello, Hi. Brenna. Hello. I thought we were going to maybe have Chris Fry from uh, House Fry. Uh, house porch on today i'm not exactly certain if that's happening or not but i tell you what regardless this is an unfortunate time to be uncertain yes it is very unfortunate time to be uncertain but i am certain that today will be a great show and let me tell you why is because we have great songs right one theoretically yes <laughs> i i appreciate your your confidence your vote of confidence on me thank you i'm very skeptical i i notice uh we have uh great times ahead 
ahead. I'm not saying this is great times right now. I'm saying that ahead, the future, yes. theoretically, yes. But we're we're traveling time now to the future where good times mm-hmm. will be had. Uh, we will we will take calls if people feel so inclined to call in. Yay, calls, call. That that's the thing you're excited about. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just meh, meh. Well, I don't know. You and I inside our own heads. It's a scary place. We need extra voices. People, save me. Call. Uh, not yet. I'm still I'm still enjoying the show. So well, they're not going to call right now. Anyway, we got all that stuff. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a good show. Uh, glad to be on the air here. Uh, Radio Valencia, Radio Nope. Uh, if you aren't already on the website, there's the chatter boxes. Oh, and, uh, oh I want to chatter. Get, get on that. Uh, for right now, though, let's uh, let's kick things off. Uh, let's kick things off with a little bit, uh, a little bit of survival knife. This is Thud of the Jack Boot.
that was Dickhead by Porch off of Walking Boss. Porch playing the PRF West. Could there be any more plosives in that statement? I think you'd actually have to try. What's a plosive? Plosive is a plosive p- 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 uh, it's a, it's a radio a, no-no. Is that a technical term? It is. That's a, oh. a technical radio term. One of many technical radio terms you'll hear at Radio N-O-P-E, the note, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah before that, we had Le Butcherettes with I'm Getting Sick of You off of Sin Sin Sin, the previous record that is not Cries for the Flies. And before that, we had... Aren't they playing tonight? They're playing next week. They're playing uh, next... Wednesday. Wednesday. So uh, we'll get that in a second, uh, real quick. The first song was what the f- what was the first song? Can't even Your mom. <sighs> yes, the first song. You know, there was a band, a uh, punk band called Your Mother, which made for uh, very easy jokes. Really. Why not your mom? Not into brevity. <laughs> I guess they weren't into brevity. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, thought of the Jackboot, but survival knife. Off of Survivalized. Uh, Survival Knife also playing PRF West. They are at the Elbow Room night uh, night two. Week from Saturday, uh, the wonderful porch, again with the plosive P, is playing Sunday at American Steel. And you can get tickets for all that stuff at prfbarbecue.org. It's next week, baby. Wow. Coming up. Uh, Le Butcherettes is... So uh, the thing with Little Butcherettes, they're already going toward the Melvins, right? But they can't. They played up here with the Melvins in uh, November-ish or whatever, which is when I when I saw them and covered this on the show already. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. But they're playing the Fillmore with some band I never heard of, uh, the Wednesday after PRF West. Oh. And they're playing the Catalyst with again that same band that I have not heard of. And they so they are playing the Bay Area. They're just not playing with the Melvins. Oh. Which is better than them not playing at all. But, of course, I'd rather see them with the Melvins. But what are you going to do? Uh, so that's that's that story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Cool. I don't know if it warrants cheering, but I'll take it. Great excited for all the PRF West stuff. There's a lot of great bands playing. We'll be playing some tunes from said bands, and it's going to be a good time, I think. It's a... It's, uh, an astounding amount of work, and I hope everybody decides to come out to that. Uh, buy your tickets in advance; it helps. <laughs> and are there uh, still tickets available? There are. There are. I, I fully expect Saturday is going to sell out. I also would urge, strongly urge people to look at the time listings that are readily available in multiple formats for anything that might suit you. And the reason why is because I know there's going to be some people that just show up at like show o'clock to just yeah. see Survival Knife, and they're going to be they're very disappointed because it's going to be all over and because oh, it's an, it's an, it's early, an early show yeah and it's an early end on saturday so everything will be over by nine o'clock if you show up after that you will miss everything and there may may or may not be a dance party that is not affiliated with the event that's happening afterwards so uh, dance party in the streets pay attention no not, like the not, song it's not even a, a cool dance party have at you all. seen that video I, I can't say I have. I can imagine it. I imagine it's my mind's eye. absolutely I'm... amazing. Okay. If you can picture, like, David Bowie and Keith Richards. Oh, Dancing in the of, Streets. Yeah, kind of, of in love. Didn't we? Didn't we I, thought we, I thought we covered this in uh, when Travis Keller was on. 
That's possible. I think we may have. Oh, that's right, because he was talking about how much in love they seem to be. How, how stoked they seem to be, like, dancing with each other. And I have seen, <laughs> I saw that video a couple years ago, and I was like, oh, my God, why has no one shown me this before? Does anyone know about it? And I brought it up to several people, and they're like, nope, oh, never seen oh, that I video. I remember that. Travis Keller, of course, who... Uh, I'll talk to you about Slipknot, whatever. He'll talk to you about Slipknot? <sighs> Such a charming man. <laughs> Indeed he is. So, way into the show this morning, I got uh, I was I walked on Bart as as, as I want to do every week coming into the show, and it was a, a, a Bart pollster came up to me. That's right, What's a that? Bart pollster, Bay Area Rapid Transit, our our, our our transit system, a pollster about Bart service. To which oh, oh, my, oh, my first response, he started talking to me. I said, "Hold on, I have headphones in," which I thought was readily apparent. Uh, but then he, he asked, like, "Hey, can I can I take a poll for you?" I'm uh, I'm like, I'm like, well, my train arrives in two minutes, so if we make it quick, I guess he's like, "Oh, I can come on the train with you." I'm like, oh. <laughs> "Damn it!" <sighs> All right, so I'm locked into this, but he seemed like a nice enough fellow. I'm like, "Whatever." What what am what am I so busy with? Like, you know, like whatever reading reading the news headlines and uh, and whatnot. Is, that that can wait another like five minutes. Fine. Uh, this is a chance for me to to give my opinion. About something I feel strongly about. Thing you like to do. Maybe I can. Maybe I can do some good. You know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. But at least I'll, yeah. I'll get it out there. And you know, it was. It was interesting enough. It was uh, just you know your, your normal questions you would think for something along those lines. You know, what station are you? Are you coming? Are you going to? Uh, Where did you come from? How often do you ride Bart? Blah blah blah. This and that. All the stuff that you would imagine. Uh, what, what I th- thought was interesting about it though is that like when the train came. You know, I got in the train with my bike, and the guy comes on the train with me, and it's a pretty, you know, it's not like sardine can pack, but it's a pretty packed train. And this guy's sitting here with like an electronic clipboard asking me questions, like I, I am some like you know foreign diplomat or something, and he's like interviewing me, and everyone's suddenly like, whoosh, just like every every head turns when I walk in because it's you know morning commute, it's boring as hell, <laughs> and they're all just like, and he's asking me questions and I'm answering them and like like I get see, I get see people sort of just sort of kind of you know cocking the head to the one side trying to figure out what the hell was going on just like what what's what what is this but no one asked at? or in California nope. nobody, nobody talks asked. to each other <laughs> there's I got a couple like sort of just puzzled looks yeah mhm I got a couple of like should I know who that guy is and I'm like no you should not know who this guy is and and I got a couple people that like realized what was going on and had the oh god please don't pick me next. Look. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I was trying to have fun with it. I was you know I was I was I guess I could say I was warming up material on the guy right because you know he, he's asking all. Did these, you talk in a radio voice? I did not talk in radio voice, but he did, he did ask where I was going to, and I was like, oh, I do a morning radio show. He's like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, ah, that's all right. <laughs> you haven't cool heard story, it. bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, yes. Like, and, and some of the questions were kind of funny. You know, do you have do you have any disabilities? I'm like, none that I'm immediately aware of. You know, things things along those I lines. I know that's always a weird question because you're like, well, do I? Like, I don't know. It's... I might have cancer and not know about it. Yeah. yeah you need... Now I'm worried. <laughs> you know, now I need my. No, I'm worried about cancer. <laughs> I need Web WebMD come save me. Let me look up all my symptoms. But yeah, it was interesting. Just. You know, because the, the, the guy just had he had his battery of questions, he had his things he he wanted to fill out. And he didn't he didn't not only didn't slow down when I got into the Bart train, uh, not that he was like rapid fire or anything, but uh, he he definitely 
was very fearless in, in getting his response. So I imagine if he's a paid worker, he probably gets paid by the number of responses he gets, I would imagine. Maybe. Uh, I mean, that would make sense. You want to incentivize it's, it. I think it That's depends. That's always a signature gathering. Like, if you're, if you're doing for... Uh, yeah, it depends. And, and they're often um, employed by larger companies. So I'm sure that whatever the motive is he was he was decked out in bart gear i don't know if that was he probably gets paid out hollow farce or something yeah but i mean he was a nice enough fella and it was just interesting that everyone on the train was just bored out of their skulls we were like oh what's going on what is this guy all about and uh and that was a that was was all about your mom well exactly (laughs) many are many are She's a nice lady. She's fine. I don't know your mom, actually. <laughs> she's, be she's, truthful. She's, she's a bit of a piece of work, to be honest. Oh, wow. Oh, so. So, Replicator next Friday, right? Yeah, man. What time uh, are you guys playing? <laughs> you would think I'd have this down at this point, huh? You don't uh, know. We, we are Friday. Well, I mean, gosh, from about noon on, I'm going to be completely busy. Uh, but we, uh, Replicator is 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock Friday, April 10th, American Steel. Uh, first night of PRF West is Bathysphere, uh, 5.30, China from L.A., 6.15, Alto from Portland, great band they played last year, actually. Really, uh, two drummers, guitar, electronics, like trippy stuff, good. Uh, Color TV from SF, The Rutabaga from 8.30, friends of the show, former guests of the show, uh, who are fantastic, Roland, featuring uh, Cool Hand McLoon, who has... Uh, Sometimes caller to the show, then replicator, and then uh, Calhoun Walt City. And of course, everything will be over in plenty of time to get to Bert. Come out, prfbarbecue.org. That is only night one. Night two is Elbow Room and SF. Happy Fangs are playing as well. Seminars, Bismarck, Cartographer, Glow, Survival Knife. Just forget about it. It's a million bands, and they're all fantastic. Uh, Sunday is back over to American Steel. We have a Bone and Bell Loyalist uh, Porch. We played earlier, and we may or may not be hosting Mr. Chris Fry from Porch. I don't actually know. We talked about it, and I didn't really didn't really confirm. I don't. I do know for a fact they're playing tonight at Golden Bull with Hurry Up Shotgun. Oh, where is that? Uh, Golden Bull is in Oakland. It's uh, n- like next, like seriously, like you walk out of the Bart Station, and it's there. It's oh, like which right, one? Which Bart Station? Uh, out of Twelfth, Twelfth Street. Oh, cool. It's the which is the, the one that I was the poll worker. After well, he's not a poll a, worker, but I mean poll surveyor. What do you call those people? Surveyor seems right. I don't know. What do I call those people? A nuisance. <laughs> oh. That's what I call those people. <laughs> uh, After being in Brooklyn, I actually like Oakland even more. Oakland's awesome. I mean, like I've always liked Oakland. It's different than here. Yes. I don't have. It's a anything. little more working class. It's a little more rough and tumble, but I like the rough and tumble. There's definitely Oakland's got heart for sure, and I, oh, it, yeah. it, it bums me out when people short sell Oakland as just being some adjunct. Who does that? Lots of people. Lots, Idiots. Lots of people from San Francisco, actually. That's stupid. Yes, it's it a is. different place. Why would you think that a different city across an, an ocean of water? Not a whole ocean, but a part It's of, not actually an ocean, just of, a bay. But. A piece of the ocean that's not actually that deep. Right. Um, why would you think that it's like the same or some short sell? It's actually completely different and very full of culture. It is. And it is my home. And 
I, I appreciate that you're uh, appreciating uh, Oakland because it's, I just it's realized awesome. that San Francisco is not sustainable. Although I like being here, and I'm glad that I've found a sustainable place for me right now. Right, but it's it's definitely uh, as there there's a certain unease that that comes with uh, living in San Francisco these days. I think. Yeah, it's funny to try and explain that to people from other places because, like, no one really gets it. But it's like, yeah, people that live here get it. But yeah, it's not as fun <laughs> as it used to be, guys. No, it could be fun again in the future. I'm hoping that it might be, but maybe the culture is dying a little bit. Maybe on apps.com.net sort of peters out a little bit. But yeah, right now it's it's it's. I explained it that the uh, the parasite has almost completely taken over the host body at this point. Yeah. That's well, I mean, I actually feel that way about most large, like major cities in the U.S. right now. It's like the young, well, influential people just can't afford to live here. Yeah. And, it's um, certainly not restricted to San Francisco, let's be clear about that. But it's definitely very pronounced here as well. Yeah, our economy went to shit. Everyone's having to be resourceful instead of like going for the big, like, ooh, I want that city. Because it seems it has a life of its own. <laughs> right. Everyone's like... Maybe I actually want to not struggle and have a house of my own. Yeah, that's something I've been thinking about. Yeah, you know, you get older, kind of realize that (laughs) you want your own, you want to carve out your own piece. Hey, it'd be cool to have my own things in my own place and, uh, yeah, maybe. Grow your own food. Yeah, man. It's the only way. Everything is going to break. I also realized that when things hit the fan, I do not want to be in a big city. Yeah, you want to go off the grid? Yeah. Hmm. All right. My dad is actually currently building a house that will be completely off the grid. Um, Damn. Like well water on a creek, um, solar power. I think he's got propane for heat and stuff. But he's building it slowly over a period of, like, 10 years in cash so that he won't have to have, like, a mortgage or anything. Oh, okay. okay. So he's just, like, wait, wait, like, explain that. So He's saving money, and so, like, every few months he buys another piece of the house, you know? Uh. Like, the foundation is there. I think they've got, they're starting, they have the propane set up, and then I think they're starting the well next. Interesting. Okay, so he just doesn't want to be in in hot anyone. Yeah, because basically. when both him and my stepmom retire, they want to have something that's theirs and not have to make payments on it and live in it. You know. No, I. I mean, I. I, I get that for sure. You Which know? is great because I mean, it's out, um, not too far from Placerville in a little gold mining area. So. Oh yeah, that's a nice area. So yeah, I mean like. Theoretically, me and my stepbrother can go there, and they're planning to build like a little adjunct, like an in-law suite or something, so that we can go and stay. And in my dad's mind, theoretically, bring our bring the grandkids and not have to bother them. But you know, that hasn't happened. I was going to say that's that they're kind of finding the cart before the horse a little bit on that. But I guess they're thinking long term, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 happy. I'm happy that for one thing. As a teenager, I inspired him. I mean, partially, like, we watched that Al Gore movie together, the... Um, 
Oh, the, What's the name un- of uncertain... Uh, the uncertain doom of human... <laughs> the uncertain doom? Yeah, exactly. I think, you mean the Al Gore movie, An Uncertain Doom? No, uh, inherent Vice? No, that's not the same. <laughs> remember Al Gore's movie, An Inherent Vice? <laughs> oh, yeah, is that the one where he was doing all the cocaine is and he couldn't remember where he was going? Is that yeah. the one where he ran for president too many times? Oh. Inherent Inconvenient vice. truth, of course. Oh, yes, yes, Although yes. Al Gore was great in Inherent Vice, I must say. <laughs> yeah, Standout performance. I think he's mm-hmm. due. I think uh, he was robbed for the Oscars. Right. Um, but yes. We watched that together, <laughs> and at that time, I was, like, way more active in, like, my beliefs, and I was a vegetarian for a really long time. <laughs> wait, wait, more, oh, active in, okay, I, I see what you're saying. I was, like, I only shopped at local places. Mm. I only bought, like, organic local foods. I only bought like handmade goods, mm. that kind of shit. Or and I only shopped at like thrift stores for clothes, which I still do. But I, I mean, I do believe in like that sort of recycling, buying like buying other people's leftovers. Well, you, it doesn't sound very gr- glamorous. But <laughs> it does not sound very glamorous at all. Let's see if I can. Uh, but it's like League of Gentlemen. Like you're, you're only you're only shopping at a. Uh, at local shops? I, yeah, I used to be a little bit more aware. I, I don't believe in protesting, so I was never that sort of activist wow. because I think it's useless. What? What's happening? Oh, I see it's your amazing. plug there. I can't seem to find it. Lines and lines and lines and lines and lines! Why does it sound like they're in a tin can? Shouting, we'll have no trouble here. Um, tops of nightmare! Okay, I can't find it. <laughs> go, go ahead. So, anyways, I inspired my dad to like buy an electric vehicle. I showed him like who killed the electric car. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, what's it? The, the the Tucker? No, no. The Tesla. No, it was it was a Saturn electric car that they were making in the eighties. I've actually not seen that movie, which is really it's funny. It's like right up my right up my alley, but I've not seen that. Well, it's great, but I mean, now at this time, day and age, it's a little bit irrelevant being that technology has progressed quite a bit with cars. We've also gone through a bunch of stuff that, you know, obviously could have been foreseen and has affected everyone really negatively. But Saturn was making this fully electric car like in the 80s and early 90s. And they basically in Sacramento, which is where my dad lives, Mm -hmm. voted to like nix it. And the the cars were just for a long time. I don't know if they still are, but they're just sitting in some lot, being slowly smashed. Um, because wow, they decided that's, that's messed up. And they were, you know, basic. They were basing their decision off of. Whoa. Talking about electricity. Might as well hear about electricity. Little Captain Beefheart for it coming out here for Don Commercial Radio. No. They decided that no one wanted these electric cars. And therefore, ruled to get rid of them. Wow! And they did. Yeah, and it's sort of like you're just deciding that rather than like. And people isn't the whole point of like capital? Let the market decide. Let the market, except for when it's something we don't like. Yeah, because it's like clean energy. That's a sick baseline. Yeah. You, you ever listen to Beefheart, Brenna? Yeah. Safest milk is the jam. Man. Well, yeah, and that's. I don't know. 
market forces. It's just it's the same deal with the oh states' rights, states' rights. Except for if I can't hear you over the beef heart. If if you if you legalize marijuana and we don't like it, then it's not states' rights anymore. Then it's a federal right from state. That's where the money is, though. Yeah, people like money. People do like money. That's an epiphany. That's a that is a reversal. epiphany. Oh, why don't we uh, why don't we take a little break here? Uh, coffee break. I made coffee. Cool. We'd like to welcome our new sponsor, Coffee. And uh, here's the Bismarck with Jamie.
Them, uh, that's them. That's them. The Rutabaga Boys. Uh, they got the, the B side of uh, the Shiny Destination with uh, it's called Ladder. Ladder. It's the, co- the coffee maker is ghostly on. <laughs> coffee maker's going wild here. It's his favorite uh, favorite Ghost, Rutabaga song. Ghost ride the coffee maker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying, trying to imagine what that would look like. I imagine that would get messy. It would be hilarious, and people would burn themselves. Yes. There's a video of someone ghostwriting the whip in Oakland, and then some other dude comes up and steals their car (laughs) while they're ghostwriting the whip. Really? Wow. It's so good. It's on YouTube. When ghostwriting the whip goes wrong. (laughs) YouTube that shit. It's good. Before that, we had Born Ready by Love Moon, former guests of the show, friends of the show. And they're playing at PRF, too. They are. Is they're, that what you they were about are, to say? They, uh, I was about to say they actually just came back from a little tour, and, oh. but uh, they are indeed playing PRF West uh, Sunday, the Sunday night, um, the 12th. They're actually the, last, they're actually the last band, so they're, they're closing it all out. Closing it out! 9.45. I just looked at the schedule on Sunday. Yes. The 12th. I like those guys. They just... Where did they tour? Uh, they did like a SoCal thing. Um, That's the place to tour these days. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's it's become a much better place. Uh, before that, we had the Bismarck uh, with Jamie. And uh, they are playing on Saturday at the Elbow Room, PRF West. I think I have a I have a little something something. I have them somewhere. Uh, 
Moma. Moma might be passing, unfortunately. Well, oh, here we go. Hey, this is Nate. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was tuning my guitar. This is Eric. And this is this is Dan. Uh, and Chris. And we are the Bismarck. And you are listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Just broke your amps. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. That's cute. Brandon Abraham, stop messaging me. I'm on the freaking air. Are you uh, talking to yourself while you're on the air? I'm talking to, I'm trying to talk to, to Ben Abraham and tell him to stop messaging me. Oh, I, I see. Anyways, I hung out with Evan Gritson the other night. Uh, cool, that's awesome. He discussed that he's going to PRF West. As well he should. And that he just <laughs> bo- joined another band that I forgot the Charmless. He oh he, really? That's awesome. I I uh, so I guy yeah, I hooked those two up because oh, cool. Charmless is a band that uh, well you, the second to last Victory and Associate show they played our record release. I love them. They're fantastic. Yeah, that, he's they've been around for, for, them. for a really long time. That's that's really cool. I'm glad that worked out. That's yeah, that's, that's awesome. He's going to be a great fit for that band. That band that band's awesome. We should actually play something. Uh, we yeah. something by them. I'll, I'll get something. Uh, I'll get something on deck <laughs> for that. But that's really cool. Yeah. So uh, and again, Evan Gritson, uh, Victory and Associates, formerly uh, also Lords of Sealand, former former mm-hmm. guest, mm-hmm. also co-host of the uh, the Neutron and Gritzy show, the final solution of fun, which is the, uh, the show that we do together, and uh, I never get tired of that. I feel like the two of you, I haven't really seen the two of you in the same room all that much, like, without being on stage. Oh, really? Oh. I'm, I, I feel like that could be interesting. It's a good dynamic, actually. I mean, when when, he, when, uh, when is, Jan and Evan came in under the auspices of Lords of Sealand, obviously they were here in the capacity of guests, but... Uh, We've got we've got a much di- Evan and myself have a much different dynamic than say you and I do. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah, Evan is not as nice as me. <laughs> no, but very sweet. No, he's he yeah in, in, indeed he's he's sweet and lovable in a, in a completely different sort of way in a, in a much <laughs> much more cynical fur- and dark <laughs> much more cynical dark and furry way not like furries <laughs> like wearing sex costumes furries but just like he's got some well not, not as much these days with fur? the uh, with oh the, he's the had his hair. fur yeah. yeah. He did cut his fur. <laughs> it's true. It's a better look for him, I think. I think so, yeah. He was going a little Rocky Erickson there for a minute. Yeah, I was getting a little wily. I was getting a little wily. Welcome to Protonic Reversal and our fashion advice. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about everyone else's facial hair. I actually thought the other the other day, the other day being yesterday, I suppose, about... Uh, I'm actually thinking about just getting rid of the sideburns. Yeah, you know. They're kind of, you, you could, because I, I I was for the longest, and that's actually a recent. That's like the last five or six years thing. You have more of mutton chops than side. Like they're well, yeah, they're above and beyond sideburns. They're pretty burly at this point. Um, I mean, kudos to you for being able to grow those things because many men can't. It's the, the funny thing is it's the only facial hair that I can grow. So it's oh. it's, it's like oh like, that's why you've had it for well, so long. Well, I mean I can grow other facial hair. It's just it's not it's not it's not good. Oh well, let's steer <laughs> away from that. No, and let it, me it's help fine. Lindsay I'm, out and give you the honest truth. Don't don't do that. I don't. I will Scraggles. help myself out and say that like there's a reason why you never see it is because it look like the goddamn Unabomber is the problem, and uh, I'm not looking to do that. You're looking to look like Wolverine. 
I, I would much rather look like Wolverine <laughs> than the Unabomber. Always. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't? I, I wouldn't, actually. Let's well, just be honest. Wouldn't be a good look for a lady. but uh. No. I'm a lady. <laughs> but that said, uh, yeah, I, w- I was thinking about the other day. I was like, ah, you know, it's been a long time. Like, the the, the, the chops have served honorably. Maybe it's time to try something different. I don't, and I don't know. Yeah, I've been feeling that way about my bangs. I'm not, they're, I've had them for 10 years, and every girl in San Francisco has bangs. There's a lot of bangs out here. There's a lot of banging. Banging. There's a lot of there's a lot of banging and there's a lot of bangs. Bang. Ah, coming at ya, <laughs> photonic reversal. <laughs> you got some banging, banging for you. <laughs> banging ladies in San Francisco. That's all there is. You should move here. Wow, that's... I'm just kidding. Don't move here. <laughs> don't yeah, don't, do don't take me seriously. Fact, Not that, that you would take me seriously, but we already have too many humans. Yeah, cut it out. Cut it out with the humans. You know who else has nice facial hair? Mr. Ryan Collision from Left of the Barrage. Collison. Ryan Collison. I like saying collision Collision? <laughs> Ryan Collision. <laughs> Ryan Collision sounds like he'd be like, uh, uh, this is Ryan Collision from the Collisions. We're playing a seven-band bill at Burnt Ramen on Tuesday. Like, it's, it sounds yeah. like a... That's not his style. I just made it up. <laughs> it's not his style Because I, <laughs> when you posted a photo of him... On your Instagram, I read his name as Collision in my head, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if that's his real name. And it doesn't fit the bill. I mean, I don't really know him well, but he seems like a much more mild-mannered person. He's definitely a much more mild-mannered person. Than I would expect a Collision to be. Brian Collision coming at you. (laughs) We're just reinventing you without your permission. It would be like <laughs> this is this is Protonic Reversals fashion talk and reinvent reinventation re, 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 reinvention I think is the the word you're looking for Mm-mm. reinventation um, that's the word uh, coffee's kicking in yeah so I it, it'd be yeah it, it would definitely be like uh, something along the lines of uh, um a rock collision coming at you radio yeah. no. I like this. Got a little ACDC. For those about to rock, come out later. We got the t-shirt cannon going. Make sure to make sure to check that out. N-O-P-E. That's right. Are you ready to rock, people? Because I'm ready to rock. I'll tell you that much. I oh. got a ball breaker on tape yesterday for $3. Okay, you, you, you shouldn't start a conversation when I'm trying to do a talk up, but, but that, that, that is notable. Hold on. It's not a conversation. Whistle Luchu. N O P E. We don't know, baby. Uh, Ball Breaker's got like two good songs on it. That's got a. It's a good. Is that the one that's got a. Gosh. Let me, let, me, let me get the track listing here. Oh, there's, there's, there's a lot of like B and C list uh, ball breaker songs. Hard as a rock isn't bad though. Let's tear a little hard. We'll tear a little hard as a rock. ACDC. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's that's actually. Mm-hmm. That's actually a pretty cool little riff. I actually might have ripped that off at some point. Like, I think there's a Mount Vicious song that, like, I totally like was trying to rip that off, and it sounded totally different. 
Cliff Williams is thinking e e e e e e e If any of listeners have an ACDC t-shirt they'd like to sell me, please contact me. Can't you can't you get those at like Walmart or like Target? I do not want a Walmart one. I'll I want just, a real okay. deal right. vintage one. Is that, like, I, so one of my favorite bands of all time, but I will say Brian Johnson after Back in Black completely lost his voice and sounds largely like a witch. Christian Philly saying that uh, I have the only sideburns he feels gives him competition, so that's a reason to keep them around. Wait, what? Look at it this way. I mean, for years, they're like the biggest rock band in the world. They're touring. Uh, they're amazing. Ninety percent of the time, and he's singing all these like amazing rock and roll songs. Yeah. You get older, like if you're singing, and like back in black, he's singing like top of his range the entire time. So stuff changes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Seeing the chatterbox to send you ACDC <laughs> t-shirts right now? I just looked over and saw what you were up to. Yes. Yes, I am. Brenna, I think there are radio rules against that. No, there aren't. Oh, wait, no, no. That's about? just for the, uh, I'm your offering, the record company. That's I'm it. offering our listeners a chance to make money. Oh, you're asking them to sell you one. Okay, gotcha. Like yeah. a, you want an old school one. You don't want like some new school Walmart BS. Yeah, I want a warning. I'm not asking them to give me one. I'll pay for it. I know those things are worth money. That guitar riff is amazing. I totally did try to rip this off but it ended up being its own thing actually it's a steal because it didn't sound exactly like it but so this song's cool cover you in oil sucks fear don't remember boogeyman the honey roll is this a song called Love Bomb? It's AC- ACDC. Love Bomb? Yeah. That's a good song name. I can't hear I'll you t- very well. I feel like it's the arm. Really? Is there a mic? Is this my... Is this me? Oh, you, you, yeah, it might be your... Uh, I'll tell you what. Why don't we take a... Uh, let's take a proper sound break. Oh, we got Rock Block coming up for you. 
<laughs> N-O-P-E, the note, baby. Oh, yeah, coming at you. That's right, that's ACDC with a heart as a rock. And now we're going to raise the dead, baby. This is Charmless.
That's a J Retard, R.I.P. off of the Blood Visions record, which is even after all this time, uh, monster hits, just one after the yeah. other, like literally He's just amazing. one after the other. Like there's no breaks he, whatsoever. He was an amazing musician. It's sad that he uh... he really was. And uh, when uh, I guess I should mention before, before that uh, we had learned something by Cinecone. That's actually a uh, they're playing PRF West on Saturday at Elbow Room. Uh, on the 11th, uh, that's off of their new record, uh, Bird, Bird something something. <laughs> it's that's not the name of it. <laughs> uh, bird, there's Bird. Why is there sand? Which uh, which just came out. I've uh, I've barely had the chance to listen to it. They're they're awesome. They played Pure F West last year, and they're playing again this year uh, Saturday. Their second band in on, on Saturday, and before that we had uh, Charmless. With Raise the Dead, which is off of uh, when they were a band for the first 
go round, which was in the early 2000s, a uh, very replacements-ish kind of power pop rock and roll outfit. They just put out a new record, or they are in process of putting out a new record. I've heard some stuff for it, but I don't have to play, unfortunately. But I guess now featuring Evan Gritz and a Victory and Associates and uh, Lords of Sealand. I guess it starts saying Lords of Sealand. Sorry, it's just hard for me to... It's a couple, you know, five years. It's a long time. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's happening, and that's awesome. Uh, the Yeah, Jay Retard, super nice fella. So I happened to kind of befriend him early on, uh, and just in the auspices of, like, hey, your band's cool. Like, we tour. Like, you know, what do you think about doing some shows together? He's like, yeah, let's do it. That'd be awesome. And we never did it. This is back in the Replicator days, of course. Yeah. And uh, just really nice fella. Just like, yeah, absolutely. And, like, um, like we were having this conversation. I was like, oh, I'll send you some. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, you know, I'm sure you guys are awesome. I'm like, really? You're <laughs> you're sure about that? It's like, oh, you have to be. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, thank you. Uh, but... Yeah, a uh, little bit, little bit of a troubled soul. But I was just reading about his <clears throat> his death because I thought that I he, can honestly say from firsthand experience, good dude, like really. Yeah, good dude. I've actually read that and heard that from other people. Yeah, and I haven't been listening to him for a couple of years. I I originally found his music like right before he passed away, and I was super into it for a long time. And then I haven't really listened to it in several years. And then when I was in Brooklyn. At this bar, the the DJ was playing music, and he kept being like, "Can you guess this one?" And you know, I was like, "This is right. Eddie Curran and the Eddie Curran Suppression Ring," and he was like all amazed. And I was like, "Oh, you should play some Jay Retard." And then a Jay Retard song came on, and I hadn't heard him in so long that I was like, "Oh yeah, I love that. I love his music and his other band, Angry Angles, which was a uh, <laughs> that's a great band name, <laughs> uh, um, Angry Angles. It was a collaboration with his." then girlfriend i guess mm, okay and um but anyways i was just reading about his death because i thought he committed suicide but apparently Mm-mm. they found him nope. in his bed he died in his sleep of cocaine intox cocaine toxicity and alcohol yeah the, the guy liked to party let's be clear about that but it was not a uh w- wasn't any more of a self-inflicted situation than anyone that lives that lifestyle would would say but uh yeah, good, good, good fella. Great it's unfortunate. Chance. He was 29, which... Yeah, it's way too young. That's just... That's a hard Very prolific musician. Yeah. Basically, I'll say. I guess got his start by um, living in Memphis and, you know, falling in love with Rocket from the Crypt and befriending those those guys. And I guess he came up with his name through um, some affiliation with the Oblivions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, formed a band. <laughs> just reading of... stuff off Wikipedia. No, is that what you're doing? <laughs> I'm looking it up. I mean, I don't, I don't have a great memory of his stuff since it's been a few years. I had to refresh myself. Yeah, no, and that's I don't know. The, the thing that's interesting is that for me, I don't like most of this this garage rock world that is yes so, we're so, aware of that so and so all-encompassing within the the san francisco scene I, I i find it to be sort of casually annoying and, and a little bit pretentious and definitely pre- uh, precious in its way but he sort of actually was a precursor to a lot of that and to me has like the the spirit that i like about that kind of music well it's also know? a little bit lo-fi which is 
a cool twist. I mean, I think he recorded everything in his in his living room. So I mean, I suppose it would make sense, right? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it's, even when he's like making these like you know records from Matador, it's like still recording in his uh, in his living room, and that's uh, you know, there, there's something to be said for consistency. He didn't didn't change how he was uh, making making his records, and uh, still still went for it just as hard. It, you know, go harder. Go to bed. Uh, I also like to to point out. Did you have any other uh, Jay Retard? No factoids. Okay, I, I like to point out that I'm um I'm a little sad right now, and I'm a little sad because Obits broke up. Oh, the band Obits. Are you familiar with them? A little bit. Uh, well, anyway, friend of the show, So Rob, who uh, was in his band Edsel. Um, I was kind of talking about it, and yeah, I mean, they they broke up. They put out three great records on Sub Pop. Rick Froberg from Hot Snakes and Drive Like Jehu singing, sort of like a, I reductively would say like a punk rock Yardbirds, but I mean that as a compliment, or like a uh, that immediately reads as a compliment. Yeah, well, some people will take it as an insult. I was like, I think that's a total compliment. I love the Yardbirds. I <laughs> think the Yardbirds yeah. kick ass. Um, yeah, they're no more. As if, and they and they announced it on April Fool's Day, but it's not. A joke. They're actually yeah. Some people don't care about April Fool's Day. Yeah, and, and it's they sort of like oh, that's about a t- their lives that's in a normal way. That's a terrible day to announce things. Like people are like, wait, is this for real? Oh, that, or they're like, oh, good one, dude. And it's like, oh no, it's actually, it's actually true. They're gonna have to live that r- down for a few weeks, I imagine. Yeah, and that's that's a that's a bummer to me because I really so a lot of people <laughs> they were described as age appropriate rockin' uh, by a friend of mine when we saw them once because it was sort of like okay if you're coming from the singer for like Drive Like Jehu and Hot Snakes like being in a new band like it's not it wasn't didn't have the same like intensity level but they like wrote good songs and they were a good band and if people didn't know from Jehu and Hot Snakes people would be like would have been even more pumped on Obits than they were and I think time will show that those records are pretty kick ass yeah and it's a bummer because I, I like them a lot they were I thought they were a great band i'm sure they're all gonna be doing other other crap and yeah you know i'd love to maybe should have so rob on the show or have rick on the show and talk to him about it I yeah should, please do that yeah that would be great the two of us are running out of material my brain is like well i thought we were gonna have <laughs> chris i know we so the funny thing is we had, we just had a run of guests for a while then i was like oh there's never a chance just to talk like it's i'm like, totally feel like we've got a backlog of stuff just to talk about and then it's like oh we've got plenty of shows with our own guests now and now neither maybe, of us maybe are that it, interesting well, maybe it's time for some guests <laughs> there's definitely going to be a lot of guests next week because that's the uh, the prf west spectacular then um i'm angling for a thing a week after that We'll see. I can't, I can't say anything about it yet, but I'm angling for a pretty cool thing. Then, um, 23rd, we have documentary filmmaker John Yingling, who did that uh, World Underground series that cool. uh, you may have heard about, where the first one was a documentary on punk rock in China. I and heard about it, it through you. Actually, I've... There's a thing on, like, there's a huge I feel like, like I've met it. him, actually. Yingling? Maybe. No. Well, Anyway, that, that's going to be awesome. Looking forward to talking to him. That's going to be later this month. Uh, the 30th confirmed uh, Tim Midget from Bottomless Pit and Silkworm. Cool. Which I'm really excited about. That that guy is, uh, and, and so that's going to give you a full month to watch this Silkworm documentary, which you, you need to see. It's okay, really I definitely, 
I have to commit to like staying home. It's really and good. Doing and watching things. <laughs> I've been so social lately. It's really crazy and awesome. But um, it's interesting. I went into vacation on Sunday and yesterday because I like going in there. I just uh, felt like spending. Store, right? Um, no, it's actually a vintage store. They have oh, records. Wait, it's, it's, I'm sorry. Yes. It's a, uh, Color TV. Actually, the band Color TV, they, um, they're all wrapped up in that. It's a, <laughs> like, I think one really, of the guys like, runs it or owns it or No, Kristen, or Kristen Klein owns there, it. Or does something there. But I don't know. Like, never <clears> I mean, what do I know? they I don't have anything. a lot of people helping <laughs> them, it seems. And they have shows in the basement. It's a really cool place and. You should all go check it out. It's on Larkin and Ellis near Lee's Sandwiches. It's a really cool vintage store, and they have a basement where they do free all-ages shows like by donation, and they're usually really rad acts. And I went in there on Sunday, and I was talking to Kristen, the owner, who's super friendly, all really nice people. I mean, it's definitely a scene, but you have to like be aware that everything is kind of a scene, and it can be a little bit unapproachable if if you're afraid yeah if you if you depending how you're you're looking at it, yeah but the actual people driving the scene are really great and nice and welcoming they and just have, like good people they have some pretty cool shows they have really cool shows and like I have Kristen, not attended <laughs> Kristen, but I've, I've acknowledged that they're cool shows they they have really great shows it's hard to find out about them but usually they post on instagram so if you follow their instagram um Vacation. I think it's just vacation. It might be Vacation SF, but they usually post the day of the show. And then they also have like a Facebook page that they do invites. But it's always the day of because I think they it's can't quasi- have... It's quasi-legal sort of situation. Yeah, they can't have like a ton of people showing yeah. up. But Kristen works at the Makeout Room and I think Latin American Club. But the Makeout Room actually has really good shows too, which I think are mostly cold call. Like they don't have somebody booking shows there, which I was really impressed by because... It's a really it's a nice space, though. It, it's it's a got nice, a weird. Does it still have that planter stage where it's like multi level? I think there is a step, but it's not like it's. I that's, that's, the thing that I remember most about that, and one of the reasons why I've never played there is because they they have the, like um, at the time I don't know if they still do. It was like like a stage and then like another stage on the. It's like a yo dog. We heard you like stages. So we put stages on your stages. <laughs> No, I don't think it's like that anymore. I mean, there might be a step on the stage, but there's actually a legitimate space where you're not going to okay. trip over a step. Back way back when, when um, when Replicator was still a thing, Chris Bolick was uh, friends with Jim from At The Drive-In, and At The Drive-In and Get Up Kids played there. Cool. Which, I mean, Sunday... I did not go to, which I, I even knew about and I didn't go to. I was like, eh, I don't feel like going to a show. Sunday and Tuesday... They have really good show listings. I mean, it varies. It's all cold calls. They don't have, like, a a, a booker. And Kristen was telling me about this because they had a really great show that was, like, a bunch of very reputable musicians formed a gun club tribute band to oh. to play on Sunday. And she invited me, and I really wanted to go, but I was like, if I do this social thing, I'm going to lose my mind because I'm going to run out of energy. See, all right, so the thing with, with the gun club is this. I, I understand and respect their influence, but I don't really... I'm not sure if I get the gun club. I mean, I kind of get it, but I'm not sure if I care. Maybe it might be the better way to put it. Like, it seems like when I'm listening to them, I kind of feel like I could be listening to the birthday party. Is, is sort of how I feel. Like, am I, am, I, am I missing something here? Like, are they like some awesome, awesome band that I'm just not 
getting down with? Like, I don't know. It depends on your opinion of awesome. I mean, that's a very, well, very subjective like, thing. Like, it seems like they occupy a territory kind of between cramps and birthday party. Yeah, well, right? actually, one of the old members of the cramps and Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds played yeah. in this tribute band. Oh, wow. Okay. But I, I just, I've never, I don't know. Nothing's really jumped out. I mean, it, it's in rotation at Radio Note. There's like a, a, a um, I don't know. There, there's some there's some gun club songs kicking around. It comes on. I'm like, eh, I mean, fine. Well, it's whatever. Like, <laughs> I mean, the way Am I just I, being a dick? I don't know. Like, maybe. I, I, I don't know. It's I've your tried opinion. It, I've tried a few times and I've just like, it's not that I dislike it. It's just nothing has leaped out of me from it. Well, you don't have to like it. It's no, but I feel like I might be missing something. That's why, like, because I know some people. Maybe like, oh, you're not. Club. I mean, who knows? Yeah, like, maybe I'm not. Who knows? It's to each his own. You don't have to. I mean, like, who cares if you don't like something? Then well, I'm not. The, but no, you're not listening because I didn't say that I didn't like it. I said like it didn't have an opinion on one way. Like it's it's my attention shifted immediately and like I just couldn't even pay attention to it. And I've tried I feel multiple that way times about lots of music. So. I mean. There's so much out there. That's uh, we we talk about this all the time. There's so so much out there, even like from the '80s, that is not even a part of like this ability to record in your own home, right? Thing that it's like it's pretty overwhelming. I uh, mean, yeah, and also I saw I actually saw the Queers play on um, <laughs> on Saturday. Oh man, they're still kicking around, huh? Yeah. And it was kind of like that. It was like, oh, this is, is that, cool. And they're still singing uh, songs for 16-year-olds, I'm sure. Yeah. It, it's That's <laughs> the thing that I realized like, with old music. It's like, times change, and maybe they were great at the time, but mm. shit has changed. I saw them in Seattle a few years ago, and it was actually way more fun. But I was in a different place in I mean, it, then, yeah. Too. it's like I think it's one of the things. That, that's kind of band that I think... You can get into when you're younger, and it's like, all right, fine. But like, then it's sort of like at a certain point, you're like, this is kind of like B or C grade Ramones ripoff. Like, all of it is. I yeah, mean, isn't and, all of it's, the punk rock kind of a Ramones no, ripoff? No, not really. No, not at all. Actually, in fact, I'd say. I mean, I think I can point to plenty. Of, like, the Wipers are are not a Ramones ripoff. You know, the uh, yeah, uh, a dead, lot of dead it Kennedys is. are not. I mean, there's like, yeah. I mean, I guess you'd be like, oh, it's all just a Chuck Berry ripoff. Yeah, I get it. But, like, I don't think that that's the case. But with the queers, it's like, oh, you guys like the Ramones. Is, is this the, the thought? But then again, if you listen to it when you're, like, 15 or 16, which is, like, right in, like, the age group, you're like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I identify with this, blah, blah, blah. And then later on, you're like, hmm. Well, I mean, or that's maybe like not. I when know. you were 15 or 16. That's what I'm saying. Like, back then, it probably was. I saw them way back. I saw them the Trocadero. It's pr- it- Back then, it probably was more cutting edge and like interesting. Right. But it's, now it's, it's like being like into Screeching Weasel in the year 2015, which requires a certain amount of cultural myopia to not know that Ben Weasel is a complete reprobate of a human being. Well, so was John Lennon. Like, yeah, but he, I don't think John Lennon ever jumped out on stage and assaulted a woman that I'm that I'm immediately aware of. I heard about that. Yeah, thing. Uh, we were ta- my friend and I that went to see the show, we were talking about it actually when, when we were walking back to my house. Yeah, it's pretty jacked up. This is not, not a good dude. Uh, I tell you what, I'm uh, going to take a quick break here. I'm going to play, I miss, I'm going to miss Obits. I think they're a great band, so I'd like to play a song from them. And, uh, Do your thing. We'll be right back, uh, we'll be right back after that. This is uh, Obits with Widow of My Dreams.
That's Chung Antique with Room with the Door. That's off of the record Sweater Weather, which they are uh, playing at PRF West on uh, Sunday. Sunday, 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 April 12th. They're also doing a whole tour with Rutabaga. They're playing... Uh, let's see if I can remember this off the top of my head. Santa Clara, some coffee shop that's close to my... I'm not going to say anything about that. They're playing Santa Clara at some coffee shop, and I'm probably going to be at that show. Then they're playing the Knockout Thursday. Chung Antique and the Rutabaga. And then, of course, Rutabaga plays Friday, April 10th at PRF West, PRFBarbecue.org, and Chung Antique plays Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Before that, we had Wet Firecracker by Silkworm, featuring future guests of the show uh, on the 30th. Tim Midget, really excited about that. I'm really pumped about that, actually. I've been wanting to have him on the show pretty much since I started the show. Uh, cool. He's, he's an interesting guy. Got to see that documentary. Got a month. Got a month to watch it. What's it called again? Couldn't You Wait. Couldn't You Wait. I'm adding this to my ridiculous list of movies. <laughs> For those who can't see it, it's I'm pretty ridiculous. showing Conan my ridiculous... There's like at least four pages. Um, okay, so what what's it called again? Couldn't You Wait. Couldn't You Wait. Mm-hmm. Different than Can't Hardly Wait. Yes, that that is different, uh, although that is, a, that is a fine song. The song before that was Obits, R.I.P., with uh, Widow of My Dreams. Great tune, and uh, they're gonna, they're going to be missed. That's it's a bummer to me that they're no longer a band. But uh, you know they they put out three great records, especially that third record. There's a lot of adventurous stuff in there, and uh, you know hopefully we'll have a mm-hmm. talk to Sil Rob at some point. You know I think it'll be I think that'd be a good time. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm sorry, I have to sneeze. It's a little distracting. Okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> uh, BRW. Uh, Bradley Weisenberger, former guest of the show from before even you were part of Proton Controversial Printer, saying that, couldn't you weigh the story of Silkworm is incredible? I'm inclined to agree with him. Also, uh, Brad Weisenberger uh, is host of No More Music by the Suckers, a classic rap and hip-hop exploration of the, of the 90s that is premiering tonight on Radio oh. Nope, uh, which is at 10 oh. p.m. Eastern. So... 7 p.m. Pacific. Yes, that's correct. And before that, another premiere tonight is is Jailbreak with Shreve Voigt from uh, Denver, Colorado. That is a exploration of all the classic rock hits that should have been. So a, a deep dive into interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to both shows. I think they're both going to be really interesting uh, deep dives into worthy genres. And uh, that that's all happening. Radio Nope, Radio Nope dot com. I love that we've got some hip hop things going on it's been pretty i i gotta say the, the the two things you can say i love everything about radio nope which of course means that the next thing i'm going to say is it contradicts that but it's a lot of white people and it's a lot of rock and roll so it's nice to have some, yeah bring some diverse although brad weissenberger i love him dearly is maybe one of the whitest dudes i've ever met but it's awesome i'm he has a legitimate love of, of 90s hip-hop and rap and i think it's gonna be a pretty fantastic show and it's one not to be missed cool so get on that. Yeah, diversity is a good thing. I realized that when I went to New York and remembered how white and homogenized Northern California is. Yeah, it's pretty. I well, was like, oh, well, at least it's I different. Mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, at least with, with California, we have a, you know, there's other cultures mixing together. It's not everybody's like in their in their neighborhood. 
necessarily as as much, but it, it is different. Other, I just really, really love African Americans, and I miss them because I grew up in the South. Oh, well, I don't, you may not have them in San Francisco, but I mean, we're definitely I'm not culturally talking mixed about in Oakland. Oakland. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, I got I'm talking okay. about where I live. I get you, right? Which yeah. you know, it's kind of it's weird. And I lived in Sonoma Whitey County, city. Yeah, and Sonoma <laughs> County is even more that. It's weird, but just saying, I like diversity. Yeah, diversity is great. Well, it's nice when cultures actually intermingle because you don't get the sort of xenophobia and uh, the, the fear of the other that you right. that you get with yeah. a lot of like let's just say it a lot of very white bread areas that in San Francisco is the ruination of all. Well, I mean, there's class insensitive people in San Francisco too, which is yeah, like that's they don't true. understand anyone that's not new tech money. It's like really. Because or first of all, it's screw not you. even. It's like a, a fear. It's people are afraid, and when you bring it up, they get all sensitive and weird, and they're like, "You're discriminatory, or you're judgmental, or you're racist." I'm like, right, "No, right. no, I'm not. I have no hatred. I'm just talking about a thing that you're afraid to talk about." Well, and it's I don't know. It, it's a drag. It's a drag. I think it will change. I guess that's that's my wisdom on the topic. Huh, it's I, a drag. I think, I think it will change in the future. I think it has to change. Oh, you're talking about social injustice? Yeah, that's a drag. You know, the other day... <laughs> it is a drag. This is some show, let me tell you. The, the other day, um, interestingly enough, I was walking some... Where was I walking? I don't remember. Somewhere around the mission. I think I was walking to the store, something really simple. Mm-hmm. And this strange african-american man said happy belated birthday to me on the street randomly all right my birthday was two weeks ago did he did he you don't know this guy no i don't know him was he just uh he's just shouting spouting off got lucky uh something yeah all right universe is interesting and strange universe is both interesting and strange i agree Mm -hmm. with that assessment uh, why don't we listen to... Or did you have anything else this week that... I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, no. Which you is, have an innate sense of when to, you know, go. Um, so. Let's listen to uh, Happy Fangs, actually, a late addition to PRF West, playing uh, the Saturday in Elbow Room. I'm very excited about that. For people that have not seen them, uh, you're in for a treat. They're, they're a great lay band. We've already established that they're delightful guests uh, who not only... Uh, make great music, but uh, have ended up many times on the on the soundboard, including giving you your DJ name, Brenna, of DJ Real Time Drop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they are existent maybe seven other places on the soundboard as well, and also into the uh, into the theme song. But uh, all things considered, they are also just a great band, and it's going to be interesting. It's going to go hex horizontal. Cinder cone and then happy fang. So it's going to be super noisy, a little less noisy, and then kind of like cool rock and poppy. So uh, that's the kind of thing that the PRF is good for. You're not going to get like a monochromatic, every band sounds just like each other. They all just sound like the Ramones. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's all going to be good. Good is the, is the unifying factor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm speaking authoritatively. I, I, okay. I'm in position to know. Telling you, prfbarbecue.org. This is contagious.
All right. So that's uh, Hurry Up Shotgun, which is in the garden, playing tonight at Golden Bowl with Porch and Captured by Robots right off the uh, 12th Street BART line for those in the Bay Area. Should be a great one. Well, you've done it. It's another another two hours with us. Connor and Renna. Mm-hmm. Here on Protonic Reversal. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. You can find these shows at RadioNeutron.com. Due for a complete overhaul soon. Now we are two episodes behind. We've been busy. We've both been busy. Been busy building an empire. <laughs> no big deal. Radionope.com. Still here, radiovalencia.fm. Every Thursday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific. It's 11 to 1 Eastern. As we come to the close of our broadcast day. Stay tuned uh, later today on Radio Nope for No More Music for Suckers. No music by the suckers, sorry. <laughs> With Bradley Weisenberger. That's uh, 10 Eastern. And jailbreak before that. The tree. Both shows great. Both shows premiering. It's going to be awesome. Anyone within the sound of my voice. Coming up next on Radio Valencia is Atomic Bongos. I've got... Mm-hmm. Got anything, Brenna? No. Okay. Nope. Nope. Radio Nope, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. You get it. Thanks for tuning in. BRF West Spectacular next week. Should be fun. Should be. We'll see. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Until next time. Check you later. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, you're dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
Welcome to my top ten. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! of a listener. If there's no one there to receive, it's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day. Radio.